Welcome to the only podcast about made-up dragons, made-up stories, and made-up fantasy roleplayers. I'm Andrew Pendragon. And I'm Cursed. Today, we delve into the depths of the dragon's lair, looking for lost and stolen treasures to bring back to you, the listeners. Shh, Foster, Foster. There's a dragon right there. Alright, Foster, time to divvy up the chores. We only have two things. Talk about an NPC or get cursed. Which one do you want to do? A glassy mist begins to cover their eyes as they slowly slip into the unknown. Sealed shut and burnt are their eyes so that they may rest, no longer vigilant. Their watch has ended. On the Dragon's Horde. That was sexy. happening that was a little burst of adrenaline for me speaking of tpks our party is in the middle of a skirmish with one of our lovely generals from the vigilant yeah he's throwing some zombies at him he's throwing some skeletons at him yeah he's doing some weird mind Mm -hmm. stuff maybe yep foster started projecting a little bit more (laughs) it's been great (laughs) it's been a great battle i don't don't know what you're talking about yeah all right (laughs) So, um, yeah, I know. I'm feeling that, too. I'm feeling the, oh, too. <laughs> I just got stranded in, like, 90-degree weather, 100% humidity, wandering on asphalt. So, and I've been I'm a little drained. moving all the furniture from my family's home by myself because yeah. my dad has a bad back. <laughs> oh, yeah, your dad does have a bad. Well, sorry about but, that. You've got a brother that could carry, like, a lamp. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's 12 and weighs and like 50 pounds. <laughs> but in my defense, your family has a ton of lamps. <laughs> Just so many lamps. And he can carry them all. Can, this guy carries all the lamps. He's got this special backpack that he wears. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's got like he's got an extra two fingers on each like, hand. <laughs> he can carry like four lamps like at once. Sticky finger bandits, yeah. except his whole body mm-hmm. is sticky fingers. Well, yeah, his whole body is literally adhesive for some reason. <laughs> Just, it's like Gorilla Glue getting the lamps mm. off of him. That's a whole other matter. But he You need another him. brother for that. <laughs> we haven't adopted him yet. <laughs> yeah, no, we're working on that. These weird superpower Grant babies, are they're hard to come by. So maybe that's your, uh, maybe that's your nephew. Maybe mm. you just got to give him time. Got to give him some time to get those anti-adhesive powers spittle or something well we were we did we all <laughs> what a tangent we all went to uh we went to the bobs bob evans and uh is that the end of the <laughs> <laughs> no. we went there no, and, and, so uh, willow went and she fought with <laughs> and the nephew turned into an alpaca um yep they got some mac and cheese and he started eating it and they just started projectile spitting it at people oh nice so maybe he is learning yeah well that's ironic that I said anti-adhesive spittle, so maybe he is, this is the blossoming of his newly acquired skill set. Some people Very dump specific. their kids into toxic waste dumps to get their powers. We just go to Bob Evans and give mm-hmm. him mac and cheese. Which, not much of a difference there. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so there's battle. that. We're there's in a battle. We're we are in a battle. In a battle. Mm-hmm. And... Zombie, zombie, uh, un- uh, well, undead's probably a better word. Mm-hmm. Um, undead champions you have thrown some uh against so against your players you have thrown against them some kind of virtual pcs Mm -hmm. you have built you know they should be built sort of like a player would build them right at a higher level than they are for Mm -hmm. sure and i think definitely we played with the idea of and this whole campaign has kind of had that theme of show your players how cool things can be 
Yes, that was. This is what it's built off of. I think this is a good opportunity, especially we talked about maybe having two smaller rogue type things doing a lot of mm-hmm. flanking. Sorry, the word mm-hmm. escaped me. Flanking and maybe maybe give them some like combat like mm-hmm. team feats. Um, and then if they ask, "Well, what is that?" Then you can tell them. Yeah. Like, hey, they're using this feat. It works really well if you have people that like to do this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Work together on the battlefield. It type makes stuff. it makes like a party with similar classes turn less into like a w- one trick pony. Mm-hmm. Or I guess two two one trick ponies into like two ponies that can like really crush it out there. <laughs> they're like I don't even have a good analogy for those ponies. <laughs> they're great. They're awesome. It's like a pony riding on top of another pony, kind of like dude. And spinning, they're tap dancing, spinning plates. Yeah, and t- <laughs> tap dancing. Um. So our past selves yeah. let our current selves decide how we're gonna end this. Yeah, yeah, and our past past selves. In my experience, at least, me personally, has not made the best decisions. <laughs> so, this remains to be seen if this is going to end well. Mm-hmm. But, um, I think we did decide that... It, it's basically like, this guy's got it. He's got to die. But, you... I, be, I was thinking, mm-hmm. does he have, like, a last word? And I feel like if he does, it should probably be either towards Willow. So, he says it to Willow, and they don't hear it. <clears throat> or he says it... To Willow and Willow doesn't hear, but one of the party members does, or a couple of them do. So he's like, so I don't know. This is this is just the- theoretical. Mm-hmm. This is not what he has to say. But if he said something like, "You've betrayed us," to, to directed at Willow, mm-hmm. but that's whenever the barbarian's standing over him with like the battle axe, like getting ready to do like a coup de gras or right. something like that. You know, he hears them say that, or you. The party sees him like reaching out and po- or like pointing accusingly and saying something, but they don't hear what he says. Or maybe you could do some like perception checks or something to give them the chance to hear what he like, says, or a few words or something. Yeah, it just al- just to kind of strengthen that mm-hmm. association. And I think that definitely also alludes to like what does she do during the battle? Because I feel like she's probably pretty novice. She's pretty low on this totem pole. She mm-hmm. might just be hiding. I think that's going to be the real big quandary for that. This that may be the big quandary for the day, and we're kind of running out of the gate with it. Mm-hmm. But I think setting a good precedent for Willow is going to be. She is already the foil for the group. I think that's basically unanimously agreed upon that Willow is a really like really stellar foil for this whole group. So I don't know. Is she is she cowardly? I don't even know if that's cowardly to not fight against this. I think she would just be so lost in what is happening. She mm-hmm. would be kind of frozen. Yeah. That's how I'm kind of pictured. Because I, I, I feel like she you know, she saw the, oh, this might be the thing. Mm-hmm. I'm supposed to blow this whistle. What's up, guys? I'm going to yeah. blow my whistle real quick. Like, super relaxed. Yeah. Don't know what's happening. This guy shows up. And she's like, oh, my. Oh, what? And then, mm-hmm. boom. Battle happens. It'd even be kind of interesting if she told them that she was going to do it before she does. Not even that she backs up, like, pro- pro- you know, this prophecy has been fulfilled kind of moment. She's not, like, awestruck by this. She's more, like, excited because this may mean, like, a 3% pay raise. Right. Because she blew she her She might whistle. get her benefits now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, she's really needing dental or something. So she, <laughs> she's not even, like, like, oh, my gosh. I have to. She's more like, she's like, oh, I've been waiting for, like, this mm-hmm. is exactly what we've been looking for. And she's like, fishes out, and it's like, this is the my thing. Like, like whenever I find this, like, so, it's like, I feel like someone else needs to see this, or something like, mm-hmm. you know, she's, 
really open about it. Right. She has that. She's she's kind of born out of naivete, and she's just gotten a taste of. She's no longer a wanderer on the crossroads. She's being put into a town. She might be getting her own shop. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, I'm. You know, she's like, she's really feeling happy about it. Yeah, she's yeah. like, oh, I'm I'm moving up in the world. Yeah. She's kind of stumbled across a couple of good pieces of fortune. Mm-hmm. She's right next to a town that needs a vigilant and then she just happened that same town has like this key piece of mm-hmm. something that her boss's boss's boss is interested in it's like if your boss was real into like macrame or something like that and you went to an antiques road show or something like that and you're like what <laughs> it's, like, it's like it's not really on the books but you know pay raise yeah baby. yeah you, you sh- your pay got bumped up by a couple hundred bucks one week and you just don't ask don't tell mm-hmm. um but you do look at that beautiful macrame piece the um you know what's a real crock is we actually talked about this a whole lot at hopcat if you can remember yeah that night at all i do uh <laughs> you better i have the text receipts <laughs> yeah the um we spend a lot of time talking mostly about Willow and about um, Reinhardt, mm-hmm. it seemed like, most of the time. And I think that Willow... Do we want to talk about like her relationship with her father or her like kinsman before we jump into that? Because I feel like... Delve a little bit deeper into I, her. Yeah, I feel like we're going to wind up building things mm-hmm. off of ideas this that idea. we've already talked about that we haven't talked about on the show. Right. So, so we may want to do like some spark notes about what our ideas were and then nail something down. I think with Willow, we decided that... Or we didn't decide. We, still, we, we had, had a couple, two, two we options. We had two options. The, One the, was either her father was like... He got high up and they wanted to open him up into the fold of actually knowing what the Vigilant was for. And he declined. And so mm-hmm. they killed him. Yeah. Or... Yeah, or... So, in that path, mm-hmm. just how that relates to Willow is... He had drank the Kool-Aid, and then he was like, yeah, like, he dies, and Willow was just like, my father was super into this stuff, mm-hmm. always, and he wanted to pass this thing along to me, and then he disappears. Probably, there's probably a cover-up. They probably, like, sent oh, a messenger yeah. to her family and was like, dude, like, your father died in the line of whatever. Duty, yeah. Yeah, and he, like, he, you know, his watch is over now, that kind of yeah. whatever. <clears throat> oh, we could totally just steal oh. that. <laughs> you could just steal that. And that's why good, like, shamelessly steal that, because you can skin that with a whole different thing. Anyways. Um, it's against the name is the Vigilant. The like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Watch. Yeah. yeah, yeah, We can come up with a good, like, death thing, so mm-hmm. that we can say that later on. What if... Got an idea. Um, let's bookmark that for real mm-hmm. quick. So just... Um, catchphrases. Remind me about catchphrases and the Vigilant dying. Mm-hmm. I'm going to circle back to that. Um, so that means... So Willow follows, like... Um, Let's just give it, let's just call it the, um, the, like the manifest destiny path mm-hmm. for Willow is that a, a, a trail has been blazed for her and she's just following it. Um, as opposed to her father moves, is moving up and then realizes that and then tries to talk. Oh, wait, no, was the other one where he drinks the, he, he's, oh, wow, now I'm getting kind of mixed together. So there's one of them where he's cool with the vigilant and there's one of them where he's not. Right, we were talking about the one where he they wanted they gave him the Kool Aid. Yeah, and he was like, I don't, like I don't Kool-Aid. want it. Yeah. What was the other one? The other one was that he. The other one was that he drank the Kool Aid. Oh, but how do we end that? I don't remember. See, that's what I'm kind of thinking because I feel like we had two, one. One was he was all he was for all it. about it. Yeah. yeah, and then he realized the truth, and he was like, uh oh, um, but didn't have really a chance to. 
you know, he they were, yeah, yeah, they were so worried that they were, he was going to cause a stink. So one they were, was they wanted to offer him the Kool Aid. He just didn't want it, and they're like, "Well, us even offering it to you is too much information. We yeah. killed you. He died knowing nothing." Mm-hmm. The other one was he did drink it. He did get higher up into it, mm-hmm. and then had a holy crap moment. Oh yeah, he they, he got yeah he turned he went from like a cog into like one of the one of the big mover shakers. Mm-hmm. And he got, he got, I think, I think literally, yeah, the literally the words where he got lost in the sauce. Yeah. He got way too deep. And then one day too quickly. Yeah. Yeah. And then finally, maybe even like, maybe he even doesn't outright denounce them. He's like, more of like, I like the idea that he sees his problems and he's like, oh gosh, he plants like some seeds for his daughter Mm -hmm. to follow in order to help eventually. Yeah. Like, dismantle this thing. Yeah, or at the very least, like, save herself from the same fate that right. he did. Mm-hmm. Which would be very cool if um, there was kind of this subsect of people that, like, like Willow's father, like, I don't know, oak tree. <laughs> yeah. um, pine needle. Pine, yeah, pine needle is actually kind of a cool... Willow, what if the Willow okay, Pine Needle? Willow Pine. That's exactly what I was going to say, Mr. Pine Needle. <laughs> so if like Mr. Pine Needles, like, what if he had some sympathizers too? Mm-hmm. But he's like, don't, don't you like, don't sacrifice. Like he, what if he knows it's coming too? Mm-hmm. So it's like he gets, he's a cog, and then he moves up into mover shaker, and then he's so lost in that all of a sudden, and then he like finally, you know, he's. He's, they really just unearthed, he's overnight kind of unearthed all these secrets and had, you know, it takes him maybe years to parse through all that. And finally he puts all the pieces together and then he may not even be like, oh, this is evil. He may just be like, where does this end? Right. Like, where, do, what do we do now? Like, like, like once this is, once we get what we want, like, what are we supposed to do? And he just started kind of asking too many questions. And what if he knew that, like, this is going to. Like it's just it's just a matter of time, and there's people that sympathize with him that like you know we can like make a movement out of this, mm-hmm. and he's just like don't like like don't make like <laughs> don't sacri- like don't sacrifice yourself for nothing like mm-hmm. I am like it's too late for me like wow. I I can't one second <sighs> hey guys it's just me and you again. And, you know, last time we left off with just talking about how this is going gonna, is gonna to happen more. Yesterday, I saw a really beautiful... Oh, he's back. Oh, it's too late. It's too late. Oh. So, yeah, he's just like, don't, don't sacrifice yourself. Mm-hmm. In this, like, super vain attempt, like, save it for the right moment because you have, like, a leg up now. I don't have that gonna be too late for me already Mm -hmm. it's just a ticking clock and then like my daughter's already like kind of following in my footsteps and like that might her growing up may be the time that you guys need to really process something solid right um so i would i think it'd be kind of interesting to have like this sympathizer group within the thing that are still loyal to the vigilant they're still doing the vigilant job right so they don't they're... think it's evil they're just like where does it end yeah yeah they're, yeah they're just more yeah they're just like we recognize that we can't don't have an end game here mm-hmm. <clears throat> and even whenever we do like like what what happens to us whenever right. it's over like what do, is it just like are we trying to work ourselves out of jobs or like out of purpose or whatever or so... once once we accomplish this goal 
do the people up top just find another goal to go for kind of deal. Which it may be even interesting, too, to, if some of those sympathizer groups were kind of the cog 9 to 5 guys that knew nothing and they worked their way up into more influential positions and are slowly learning more. And mm-hmm. maybe they have that real... like. I think I like the better idea of Mr. Of, of Pine Tree, like learning needle, pine needle, um, learning a bit like like he he has that realization doesn't really tell them anything because it's too dangerous for them to know too. Mm-hmm. So if there's any type of interrogation and they squeal, then all of a sudden there's going to be like this witch hunt amongst themselves. So he tells them nothing, but they know that it's kind of sinister. So they they're going to start, like, trying to dig up info and trying to understand, like, why this guy died for whatever reason right. he died for. So what if, like, some of the, the the peons have also moved up in the ranks and they may be influential guys, too, just kind of under the guise and trying to live on, like, trying to be, like, this guy's legacy. And, like, they're not going to make any huge moves yet because if one of them just stands up and like, this sucks, the same thing's going to happen to him as it yeah. did to, to Pine Needle. Um, so we've got our... Um, like the her father builds a a, a like a, dis, a sympathizer group, so we have like we have the um, manifest destiny one where it's like he's trying to uh, you know he's built something for her mm-hmm. and then it kind of <laughs> goes really bad and she has to figure that out or it's like he I guess that he sort of built something for her too but it's more of uh. It's more terminal. Like, he's gonna... It it will end... If it works out the way he wanted to, it would end with, like, the sh- destruction of the Vigilant. Mm-hmm. They'd be a revolution. That's a kind of a revolutionary. Yeah. yeah. So, I guess we kind of... Because I think that those two things will decide a good traje- like trajectory for her that we head mm-hmm. on. Do we find her and... Because I think, at the like, if we end... If we do the whole, like... Uh, revolutionary thing it's got to end with willow like being some type of leader like some mm-hmm. type of leadership position and the other one that like, kind of manifest destiny thing where he like got offered something and then she's kind of walking in the the um like the footprints of the ghost of her father i think is more compelling honestly even though the other one is more complicated and has yeah. a bit more cogs turning i think the other one where she kind of has a personal revelation um i like that one too I'm 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 just fine with hearing, mm. I, or you know that might be a false dichotomy. There may be mm. a blend of the two that That's we true. could put together if we wanted to. I like the idea of her dad seeing what this thing was mm-hmm. and turning it down. Yeah, see, that's sort of what I was thinking too. Because that, like, because then she, how we talk about you can play off those themes of like genuineness in her. Yeah. That would be passed down. Kind How of we talked about before, the mm-hmm. whole, you just say something and it's not meant to be a prophecy, but you say it again later on and they're like, whoa, like, how did you know a year in advance that that was going to happen? Yeah. And like, it doesn't have to be that way, but it can, it can be that way right. this time where like, <laughs> she says something like maybe even in this fight and then later on, like she gets a letter or like the, one of the big bad guys says something like maybe he, she like finds the dude that like was responsible for killing her father. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you've, you've walked down the same road that he did. And like now, and now you get to die the same way that he did. Like yeah. you die on the same, you know, crossroads that he did. I mean, that'd be really easy to make that happen. But yeah. I would really like if we said the words, you die on the same crossroads that he did because she starts at a crossroads. Mm-hmm. 
and she has chosen to follow the path, and, like, that was the wrong one. Yeah. Like, she chose to do something that she thought was good, and it was really bad. Yeah. I really like for whoever kills her to say, Mark, I'm going to write down my book, the words, uh, you died on the same cross <laughs> earth that your father did. Because maybe it's also literal. Like, maybe she also dies. Where's my cool pen? I'm going to have to use a pencil. Oh, here's a cool pen. It's not my cool pen. But I like the idea of her, if she does die. Mm-hmm. Or even if she doesn't die, he just says that because he's a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so now we have orientation, I feel mm-hmm. like. I, I just, I, I don't like the idea of her, like, I don't want to make, I, I want, this may just be me. I don't want to make this, this really political, like right. this campaign, because I'm doing that right now. I, I'm enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Um, just don't want to do, be juggling both of two politics yeah. balls. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Nobody. Well, I don't know. I have nothing to gain by doing it, is what I'm saying. So, what what does that mean for her now? In the... I, I just love the idea of her being, like, good. Her mm-hmm. nu- neutral good or lawful good. And so, her being part of an organization. And also, but how soon... Because this is still real early, potentially, in our campaign. How soon does she kind of, like, turn against her own group that she's just now being a part of? Not anytime soon. Yeah. So what? So I've because this is her legacy. Mm-hmm. This is her like her inheritance. Like this is her. If she were to turn it down now, she'd be turning her back on like her entire family. Right. In her mind. So right now, maybe, maybe she sees this as wow. I didn't realize how dangerous this thing was. Yeah. They sent a general to come help me. This must be kind of dangerous. Yeah. Maybe she even, like, they dispatch that guy, and she blames herself because maybe she's, like, I wasn't... Maybe, like, she was wrong. She's, like, I wasn't supposed to blow the whistle or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe I just didn't know what this was. Like, she dialed 911 without ex- actually expecting police to come. Right. Um, you know, she she pressed the panic button and didn't expect for, like, the Air Force to scramble their jets. Um, you know, I, I like the idea of the whistle being kind of the big red button. That she, she thinks she just pushed it too early. Yeah, yeah, and it just wasn't the time for that. And, you know, I feel like she'd even blame herself for, like, I'm just a newbie and, like... You know, but I think now if we say that, we kind of need to know exactly what they tell newbies whenever they, like... Train them. Yeah, to be like, when do you blow the whistle? Maybe now, they, if, now I'm picturing just, like, her going through training and a bunch of people like, yeah, I blew my whistle yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> well, what if they're looking for, like... Uh, they're trying to, like... There's, like, word of... Maybe even they say, like, maybe that they told her that there was word of, like, this... Kind of, like, the deal, like... Was it Ponce de Leon that was looking for the Fountain of Youth? Mm-hmm. What if they're sort of doing the same thing? Like, that's kind of what they tell people. It's, like, there's, like, you know, a vestige of what we do is looking for, like, this... Is looking relics. for... Yeah, relics, like, fortune and stuff like that. And, like, pertaining to these kind of things. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's more, like... To directly aid our cause. What if the reason they sent the general was because of her location? She's with. Oh, that makes so. Most, we talked about that in Hopcat so too. Sense. How that he's that Reinhardt is the most, most dangerous, dangerous person because just because of how much he knows. Mm-hmm. But they don't know how much he knows. Yeah, that's 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 why he's dangerous. Is they don't know how much he, he knows. knows. Which honestly, it may not be that much. He may just have a whole lot of. Stuff he, stored, right? Maybe not even in his head. Yet. Yeah, that he has like this impossible mm. organization system that even it kind of eludes his own mind, right? And so 
them seeing that a whistle was blown near his location, they want to get to it first. That would be super. I think that makes more sense, and that makes that that doesn't require a ton of expos like exposition mm-hmm. on her end. She's like, I got no, clue. and that that may be our next thing. It's like, well, I need to find the next guy. What if she's like, she's like, I'll we'll look for the people in this town. I think she should go with them. Um, but what if she was like, well, what did we? What did she do in the battle then? Oh yeah, we need to, we need to wrap that up. What if she was like protecting Reinhardt or something like that? Like she found a place for him to hide or something. Okay, and then that was like, like that. guarding him, mm-hmm. and then that way she's not doing nothing. Because mm-hmm. I would like to have her have a moment of like spotlight valiance, you know, like she's she has like valor in her, but she is like somehow Reinhardt got caught on the outside in the courtyard, and mm-hmm. she just gets him to safety. Yeah, yeah. Because she's not going to confront this other dude. Mm-hmm. But, like, this seems like a dangerous moment where, like, there could be collateral damage. And so maybe she doesn't even see all the calamity happen. Yeah, she, she probably wouldn't see most of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's I feel like that's fair. And mm-hmm. I think that, that gives her a little bit... I don't want... I kind of don't want her to just be like, you're... Like, for people to just think that she's, like, a coward. Because mm-hmm. I think that that'll... Yeah, I want to give her... A ch- I don't want her arc to be, like, she goes from being, like... A, like cowardice to valor. Mm-hmm. I just think that we can do so much better than that with her. Okay. I think that whole like, which which now we're <laughs> if you if you can tell the tropes that I lean on the whole like inheritance thing being spoiled yeah. is like my favorite trope ever ever ever. I built my first huge campaign off of that, or I guess my second one, but we didn't finish my first one, but. The whole idea that, like, you're left behind something, but it's not what you expected it was, and it winds up, like, biting you in the ass, like, so hard. I, I like that a whole lot for her. I think she... I think that she deserves that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so in that way you can... Yeah, that just makes... Yeah. I, was, I didn't finish any of those thoughts That's out okay. loud. <laughs> <laughs> so, um... Do so we... she saves Reinhardt. She gets him to safety. Mm-hmm. Do... So, let's... So, the, this if this dude does say something... He doesn't say it to her. He would probably like have if his last words were something. It would be cryptic to the players or right. something like that. Ooh, also Golden Baby. What does he do? Um, I think that if you do like, do you make? Is it obvious? Well, I mean, obviously she blew the whistle because of this thing. I I want to nail this down. I want us to to build the Golden Baby like a cleric. Okay. Just give him cleric spells. Just give him channel positive energy that he can do a certain number of times per day. And then you level him up. You scale him with the party. Maybe not level per level, but maybe he gets a level every other level that they get. And he just can use channel positive energy on stuff. Or, like, guidance. Or inspire courage. and Or, like, minor healing things. And as they progress, you have the same... He won't do combat stuff. Right. Um, but... You get these, like, moments where he has, like, these... And it also provides a, a layer of predictability to what he can do. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe even bend the rules a little bit and give them something like inspire courage, even though, like, a cleric may not have that. Right. Like, you can you can flavor it, but I like the idea of building him like a cleric. Like, he is a cleric, worship, like, worshipping himself. Like, yeah. that's his deity. Is, yeah, is himself. Is himself. Um so I feel like that's an easy way to nail down like what this thing can and can't do without us being like every single episode being like, so what does this thing do during this encounter? Right. And, and you have your bag of tricks. Mm-hmm, you do. Yeah, mm-hmm. there we go. I like that. Yeah. And then maybe even like add the luck spell in there. You 
luck gives you like let's you re-roll things re-roll, and stuff yeah. like that. So that's very like on the nose, but at least it gives you like a, it gives us like a framework instead of mm-hmm. every single time we come at this like blob. Right, and we've got to like, we've got to kind of mound it up into a decent shape, and then by the time we get back next week, it's already a blob again. Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. So he's a cleric. Perfect. Okay. So during the during the fight, are there things like trying to get him then, or is the general just more concerned with dispatching these guys, and he'll just grip, pick up the thing later? I feel like we're redoing the whole comment. <laughs> this is just super important, though. Yeah. I think it requires some attention. I think this is... We we do an hour of this every single week, but, like, an actual dungeon master will probably be devoting countless hours mm-hmm. in a week. And just even, like, just at ch- work. Chewing. Think. Yeah, just <laughs> thinking. Yeah, we, we were, we're kind of like your brain. We're trying to churn mm-hmm. out that. Um, so we definitely won't be able to get to everything... We can't be thinking a whole week and then it's tall all of our thoughts. Um, Especially because your brain has two brains now. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, so... <laughs> you you picked two really stupid brains. <laughs> you fucked up. So your original this brain may not be the most reliable <laughs> either. Sorry. Because your original brain picked two Just other a, dumb brains. trio of idiots. Maybe three all dumb right. brains make an average brain. <laughs> not for sure. Might be four. Depends but, on how dumb... The brains are. Okay, so <laughs> I think this guy's just like, I'm going to, because he's cocky, he's confident, I'm going to kill everyone, and then I'm just going to pick up this thing and leave. Like, yeah. that's his, yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's I think it's that simple. But then I would like to make him, um, during the, the fight, because he's a, uh, he's a necromancer, necromancer. Mm-hmm. just make him really, like, biting the whole time, really condescending, really, like... Just his whole personality is just kind of like fuck you, yeah. just like whole thing, and it's not even like it, it's not so much like I'm gonna put you in the ground, it's like I'm gonna put you in the ground, like piss on your grave, like that. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of like this pale, lanky. In a way, it's sort of like a more holy than thou. So, ooh, yeah. what he and he has like <laughs> some type of like like religious affiliation with like As- Asmodeus or like some some. Uh, evil deity or something mm-hmm. like that and he's just he's just kind of bonkers and and yeah. like real neurotic about stuff and he goes like he goes to the grave just you know cursing your name and you know mm. wanting to salt the fields salt your fields salt your cabbages i like the idea too of him like saying something along the lines of like even after i kill you you wouldn't you wouldn't be worth using in my army kind of deal yeah like, yeah because he's a necromancer he's bringing people he's obviously bringing back some yeah. champions and that'd be cool if he does kill somebody though you totally gotta bring him back <laughs> <laughs> like immediately yeah like just like yeah yeah just, oh I just imagine at the table the dm's like hey um elizabeth uh hand me your character sheet yes <laughs> This the strength score is correct, right? Like that's okay. Yeah. That'd be cool. Um, yeah. What if? Yeah. What if? Yeah. How savage of a DM move is that? You kill that's, someone and then immediately, like, hey, let me see that character. That's super super cool. That's actually really great. Yeah. Necromancers, man. They're Necromancers fun. are real weird. They're that's fun. why like zombies are such a staple in fantasy. It's because as weird and kind of hockey that they are like they're not it's just kind of like it's like playing a fantasy game like fighting a rat <laughs> it, 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 and like tabletop rpgs like zombies and and the undead are just really mm-hmm. par for the course but for some reason if you have a whole school dedicated to just dead stuff like you like you gotta expect them to show up every once in a while especially mm-hmm. if you're playing like a high fantasy game where magic is kind of pervasive yeah so 
Which we've established that it kind of is. Yeah. Like, like it's it's pervasive enough for, like, people not to be freaked out that, the, like, someone casts an illusion spell in public. Right. So. Okay. So, he dies. He dies. Any she... Anything big that he wants to... Any type of foreshadowing that he wants to say, or... Do we just want this to be, like, vicious... Give give them nothing. Just just leave them with questions. I think with Willow not being there anymore, that changes it. Yeah, because then now he because it would make sense for him to say something to yeah. her. Yeah, I think maybe he just curses them and dies. Yeah, um, make it make it really. You biting, know what? Though. You know what? Would it be really fun is act, if you actually did a curse spell on one of them? <sighs> that would be cool. And he's like the person that does the killing blow. He like that's he curses that person. And now they actually have like a like a literal magical chip on their shoulder constantly, like like actually do a permanent curse spell to where it's like they take a minus two to their strength or like a minus two to the you know some actual like actually curse them right, um, which we talk about how cool like this whole campaign is like showing them how cool stuff can be, having a permanent effect last on something makes them start thinking about like effects have cons or actions have consequences mm-hmm. and like things that happen if you cut down a tree it's not going to respawn like yeah, it's that, gonna this can be a stump 20 years yeah if it grows if at all it, yeah yeah so anyways i think mm. it, like him not just like being all talk but like finishing it up with like he's a necromancer that's probably not too hard for him do we let them loot the body or does willow handle his death is he is she even there to like i feel like once she we can just cheese cheese it up, and as soon as she feels Reinhardt safe, she comes back. Yeah, and that's when it's over. And so she maybe she even sees the killing blow. Yeah, that's fine with that. And she's like, "Oh wow, what happened?" Like, mm-hmm. kind of deal. And so, oh, that's kind of interesting too that she doesn't know any of it. Right. He showed up, and then like that was basically it for and her. She... Her her gap in knowledge is like he showed up, and then like he's dead now. Oof. What if she watches him curse them? So then she has mm-hmm. a she has a second to be like, like that's Lord. sort of uncalled for. Like yeah. like like so she gets so she can question both of their motives and she has a reason to to question the party and her own affiliation. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's really safe because it like, gives you options. Because he has that he has the special yes he does brooch and so I don't know if we Ooh. want the party getting that to figure that out or do we? Because I feel like he's gonna have a lot of cool little trinkets on him. What if, what if it has to be, like, attuned to a person? Okay. Like, like it has like to be, that. like, this is your thing. Mm-hmm. Like, this is... Well, what if it's even, like, a... For uh, you. Like, a weird heart rate monitor type of thing. Like, when he dies, it's, like, It's, like, out. done, yeah. What if it, like, even breaks or something like that whenever he dies? That way someone else can't have the... If someone loses their body, that would be, like, their insurance that if, if someone finds their body, they can't hunt down the same way that... It's, like, they have a... They have, um... What if that is like the curse is in the emblem and like as like if he gets killed like he like puts it on him right before he dies? Oh, kind of deal? so then what is the curse? Are all the all all of the not the supervisors? I guess it'd be like the employees, supervisors, and then management. This is management would have a curse on them because it would be cool to have like a have a um kind of a transcendental curse where it's like you know you're like you're chained to the same he's like whatever like you're chained to the same fate that i was that i am or something like that like just something to where it's like so the, you, then you're like oh the, he's kind of if you ever kill him you could just do it the same way 
Same deal. But then, like, there's an actual... So there's, like, this transcendental curse to where he's sort of, like... That's maybe that's his good foreshadowing thing. Mm-hmm. Is like you're chained to the same fate that I am because he's gonna he's gonna stay with the party. Yeah, or she. Yeah, you know the party's gonna eventually stick together. That's kind of the unspoken like thing that like somehow like we're gonna solve our differences for right now and stay together just long mm-hmm. enough until the next adventure where we're also gonna stay, stay together. together. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, he curses them with that and then gives them a. a... So is it the whole party then, or is it just? Like, I feel like it'd book? be cool to have. Because it's fun to single out players in that way. Because mm-hmm. it's like, it's cool to get the killing blow. But it's also cool to be like... I like the idea. Like, It also depends on how they kill him. If he just like gets the last blow and you say, mm-hmm. how do you kill him? And then like, yeah, uh, swing and like chop his head off. Then he can't say something. He says it before that. You can you can, okay. you can bend uh, time. I like, you're a yeah, you're right. I like the idea of him like breaking his brooch and then like crushing it in his hand, and then it's like this smoke, like yeah, and then they just goes up into his like he inhales it. Yeah, yeah. Now okay, so then so it doesn't you know you do a you do a spell on him or like a fireball or something and. Uh, because you can because again you're a dungeon master can bend rules yeah. just do that so if it's a killing blow like they do that and he you know the the barbarian says like oh, I'm gonna roll to hit it and he hits and he does his damage and then you jump in and then instead of saying like how do you do this like the very Matt Mercer thing to do mm-hmm. um, instead you say like it's like you are charging up to him and you kind of he's beaten battered and you know, both feet are already in the grave. It's just a matter of him to lie down, put dirt on top of him, mm-hmm. and he breaks his brooch. And you, he, I don't know. Then he says it to you. He says, what if, like, the, like, "What if it's a real intimate moment? Like, what if he like whispers it to him?" Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so that's what like you can do that with like physical, com- mm-hmm. like physical combat. Like they st- chop into his shoulder, and then he's. Um, what if he even says something like really towards that, like not quite true, but like fucking creepy and shit, where he's like, "We're brothers now" or something like that? Because <laughs> they are kind of a brotherhood or whatever. What if he like he it breaks in his hand, like so they chop him and he's dying, and like the thing that like, he already has it in his hand it breaks, and he like instead of like turning into uh just like glass chunks, it's like a dust, and he like wipes it on him. And he just says some real creepy shit, like, we're brothers. <laughs> just, and the thing is, what would be cool is, even if you did, like, an area of effect spell, like a fire spell, he just, like, walks out of the flames, just, like, just like lit up like a torch, and just, like, walks straight towards whoever cast it, and, like, breaks in his hand, like, his charred, mangled, like, mangled hand, like, wipes it down on him, and then you hear him say that. Like, so you can, you can, I mean, you can finagle shit to make it work. Um, and this guy needs, I feel like this guy kind of has to be super creepy now. Because he's a necromancer. Yeah. That's kind of, he's. <gasps> like, our souls will forever be forged. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, something just like cryptic and maybe not even necessarily true. He's just yeah. like a real bastard. <laughs> it's like, what do you got? It's like, now I'm going to lose so much sleep, sleep over, like, that. whatever that meant. Especially if you do have a physical curse on top of that. Yeah. What would be, it would be really cool if, like, you did, um, say, like, you're cursed now. Um, and then you make them roll like a D six and they have, you know, their, they have their six ability scores mm-hmm. and whatever they roll is like the thing they take a permanent minus two to until they can get, until they can get uncursed. Right. That would just be really, 
Cause then also it's the final like thing to be like these guys are these she's like don't mess with these guys and that can even be a, a little break for the party as far as the storyline goes of well now our job is to figure out how to uncurse our friend that's exactly what I was thinking and then now that gives you a DM a little narrative break mm-hmm. and kind of and you can flesh the world out a little bit and let them yeah. explore that's what that's what I was talking about is like singling out players is it lets you it makes the party all of a sudden have these. Where it's, it's, there's still like a nexus, you know, the mm-hmm. party is this, it is the nucleus, but you all, all of a sudden start growing out these different branches of stories that all kind of connect to the, you know, it's all back to the party. It all has mm-hmm. to do with the party, the party fighting this guy. But all of a sudden, as soon as you, as soon as you curse that guy, as soon as you curse that guy, you have that branch that starts growing out of there mm-hmm. towards like he's cursed and. God, it'd be really funny if you curse like a barbarian who already has like a under 10 intelligence score and mm-hmm. they go down to like seven yeah and, and things like that a minus two is a whole point whole point yeah the whole point no matter what if, even if they're at an odd <laughs> you know yeah. that's a and what'd be really interesting too is that gives you a chance to build some character arcs like if you have a um if you're playing D um a warlock is a base class and warlocks are super cool they're a lot like they're a lot like um summoners mm-hmm. but they have a they have a patron like a witch does where it's just like it's kind of like a just like a gross cleric um, that they have like this extra worldly. They don't get their spells from their bloodlines or from studying or from their charisma, like like a bard does, like from their passion. They they're borrowing it from just this. It's not even a deity. It's just another powerful entity, mm-hmm. sort of like a summoner has their eidolon, where it's like the eidolon feels very warlocky. Yeah. Um. And what if it's like. They're, they get cursed and, like, their Eidolon or their patron or whatever, like, a vision of them, like, sh- um, maybe they're the ones that decide, like, who they, like, what kind of curse they get or something like that. And then, that doesn't have to be the case. Mm-hmm. That's just an idea that's just, like, you can start building a story off of that. Like, what if a um, summoner's uh, Eidolon had it out for them from the start? Or, like, what if, you know, a, a witch's patron was, like, I'm gonna use you, um, but I'm constantly just going to be breaking you down until something can happen mm-hmm. it's just an idea as soon as you start singling out players it opens up that door for that possibility for you to build like this really flushed out kind of engaging story that feels still connected still grounded to the narrative um anyways so so we willow come, the, we oh yeah willow comes back yep we kill him uh they get cursed um it's she potentially watches the curse happen mm-hmm. i think she has to yeah right? The party won't know that. We'll yeah. Know, we'll know that. Yeah. And um, so then we have one of the players is definitely going to be, at least one of them is going to be miffed that yeah. something like that happened to them. Um, I was just about to say, what if it gets worse over time? But that's just, you're just that's asking so for trouble. Yeah. That's, that's and, hard. And I think then you just, because again, we're all, we're like trying to show the party how cool this game is. You you tell them just as the DM, but hey, I mean, there are ways to undo this. You just yeah. have to go find them. Like, mm-hmm. Or maybe, you know, there are ways to undo this. Maybe ask somebody that would know like stuff like this. A really like, old, like a really old, like, bird guy. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe he's like, oh, for sure. Like, I know how to do this. And then all of a sudden you've got yourself another quest. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have the stuff. He's on, got a map, on, though. Yeah. Yes. Um, you know, he, he puts the waypoint on your mini-map, and then, like, you know, you press M to open it up, and then you yeah. can go walk there. <laughs> um, so, that's that's probably... I think that's probably our best course of action. Mm-hmm. 
Um, not only because it gives us a second to regroup and start thinking about how things are working in the background and, like, what's going to happen next. Because this dude was summoned. Other people probably knew that he was summoned. Oh, yeah. And then he doesn't show up. Right. And they made him know that Willow summoned him. Yes, I feel like that's that's definitely a thing. And I feel like Willow then has to do something to, like... Maybe she knows some sort of protocol for when, if a vigilant dies, oh, then she has to do something. Because yeah. then the party could go do this anti-curse quest while Willow mm. takes care of business over here. Or do you mm. want Willow to stay with the party more? Oh, I was thinking of a cool ceremonial thing before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, this is, sounds really gruesome, but most people dying, it's very odd Death rituals are very strange whenever mm-hmm. it's not part of your culture. But what if they, like, burn their eyes or something like that to where it's, like, like they had eyes for, like, one thing. Like, they're, per- they're like, a- the single purpose. Right. And, like, they don't ever want that to be able to use again. And, like, you maybe even... That's kind of creepy, too. Like, that... Again, like, making this place... Like, these people seem just kind of off to where, like, maybe even some of the players have met other people in the Vigilant before yeah and they're just like this is just kind of like a thing that they do it's it's like it feels weird to us like obviously it's gonna feel weird for your players but as a dm you can spin that like you know you have your bard that's been around and kind of knows stuff he's Mm -hmm. you know he's studied at the college and stuff like that so he knows like the vigilant just kind of do that and it's not gruesome like that's like they don't like they dedicated their lives to a certain cause and now it's time for them to have a break and like they don't want them to use their eyes anymore is Mm -hmm. the sort of like you know you're done now. Like you have been relentlessly peering through this yeah, world, it's like, looking it, for something. It's like like you Take can finally, yeah, you can <laughs> finally close your eyes now, kind of stuff. How, again, the symbology of like, you know, something is being like watched closing, and then something yeah. is not being watched yeah. anymore. Um, and they don't want to, anyone else opening up that eye because their job's done. Anyways, I uh, we talked about death rituals before mm-hmm. on the show, and I just wanted to mention that again. That death rituals seem so odd. They also. As a dungeon master, you can stay really objective about it and be like, you know, so does, if you think about it, so does, like, dressing up a dead person and then having your whole family look at them. Yeah, that's really weird. But then we also look at, like, Plan. Victorian area stuff where people, like, take pictures mm-hmm. of, like, they'll, like, prop up the dead people and then take open up their eyes and take pictures with them. Or, or they'll shave their head and then make, like, dresses out of their hair. And, like, it seems so weird but it's just, like, it's all done in a way to where, like, the zeitgeist says it's okay, and it feels like you're doing something proactive. Yeah. And it feels respectful. But it's just your culture. It's just culture, yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, anyways, that, that if, you, if you're into, like, building environments, and again, world building, that's a good, the death death rituals, are, it's, it's a good place to start. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also a good place to end. Um, but anyways, so... They're cursed. Mm-hmm. And what if Reinhardt even says, like, what if up until this moment they actually thought he was a priest, and now he finally spills the beans, and he's just like, I'm not actually, like... There's, I'm a, just re- like, there's a reason they call me the godless is, priest. Yeah, it's like, this is a museum. Like, up until now, they really thought that he was just, like, a priest of something, not yeah. quite sure what, but now he's just like, no, I just... He's just a wise old man. I just kind of like got all this stuff. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, this I'm is just a hoarder. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah, it's like, I just collect things. This is just a big warehouse where I can store my stuff. all of my things, and then people show up, and it's important to them, so I keep it here. Yeah. So, but what if he is like, 
What if he does direct him towards like a real priest or something? Well, I like the idea that. Oh, sorry. I forgive you. I like the idea of them going to like a giant, like woodland tree forest kind of dealio. All right. We and then you take a break from some combat. They have to maybe they have to come through some like some puzzles and stuff. Like to That'd get cool. like so there's this like giant redwood type trees that you could build like a house in. Maybe it's like some Ooh. elves or something. What if we did some like or planar, gnomes. What if we did some like planar travel to where it's like they go to a, um, they go to like a like, healing like, realm. Like before how we did like the Feywild. How mm-hmm. you guys had like the 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 bracelets that could get you into the Feywild. Um, what if there's because it's not just like the, you don't have to do just like a healing realm because like the planes can be so strange and and different and. You know, every there like you could have a plane for the embodiment of literally anything. Yeah. But what if you did just have like a? You had to find like, you had to go to like a group of elves, and then like the elves are protecting a tree that can like is a gateway into like this house of healing or something like that. Like yeah. This. What? But what? If, what if they have to go find like some like special like lotus flower type thing, and they have to like eat a petal in the tree? Okay. Just something weird. Well, what if what if we did like, what if we did like a um. So like the, there's like an elven. I like I like wooded stuff because mm-hmm. it's like the that idea of them refreshing. like walking into like just massive like redwood mm-hmm. tree type makes good for some like combat encounters or some weird like environmental stuff to happen. Mm-hmm. Well, I also like the idea of them walking into like we've and we talked about this kind of thing before, um, like in season one or two. But like there, like there's a central thing and then there's a forest around it and you walk but you never quite get to the middle for yeah. some reason. Yeah. That kind of it's just, like a labyrinth. Yeah, just, maybe even shifts. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's a trick as a figure. We can talk about puzzles and stuff like that. I guess I guess next week um, when we really jump into like the nitty gritty of that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, maybe have something to where like you have to figure out how to how to get to the middle, and mm-hmm. then and once you know, you know. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I like kind of mixing a fetch like a fetch quest with. I'm also wondering too if like. Um, what if you did have to like so you go to like this elven village on the outskirts of that and they're like we talked to a guy that said that you guys knew of a place inside of your forest where we could like lift a curse mm-hmm. a pretty like nasty something or another and uh what if they're like yeah but you have to i'm thinking two things you have to get something first and then go there you have to, so or, or or it can be like you find something in the forest and then go deeper into the forest mm-hmm. Or, we'll give you something, but you have to protect it until you get there. So it's like a it's like a um, escort quest. So you're es- you're escorting something that could get damaged along the way, or break, or whatever. Um, well, they could get this. They could go get, or they could. He maybe Reinhardt has one of these flowers. Oh, oh. I, just, I like the idea of them having just to like they each eat a petal of it, mm-hmm. and then that takes them to this next place. It teleports them yeah. to oh to the elven one mm-hmm. or whatever. That's pretty cool. Or to the the healing. Like they just he's like, hey, take this flower to these elves. They'll know what to do, mm-hmm. and they have to protect it because maybe there's because hmm, maybe there's like enough petals for each of them, or mm-hmm. there's like one extra, so they can you can have a situation where maybe one petal falls off, mm-hmm. but there's still one left for everybody, and you kind of hint at that they need one for everybody kind of deal. Mm-hmm. With an escort quest, though, something has to be, like, pretty... Uh, you know, you don't want it to be fragile enough for it to break within... Break, quote-unquote, mm-hmm. with uh, on one failure. 
uh, or really, I guess, even two, because mm-hmm. the drama of something getting to halfway is pretty intense. Where like, I, we can't really mess up anymore. What if they go? What if they just get there? Whatever. Maybe they go through a, a labyrinth or something to get to the center mm-hmm. of the forest, and the elves are like, "All right, protect this flower for." Like, what if there's like these like native creatures that live in the trees? And That's a good idea. And there's just like a bunch of tiny ones, and. They're like, we can summon a flower, but these mm-hmm. things are going to come for it, well, and you yeah, have to protect it. Because it's like, it, it, what if, okay, what if they go, he's like, hey, what go. What if a bunch of leshies? Go with it. <laughs> I was thinking about that. What if they're, he's like, go into, like, the cursed wood, or, like, like, like <laughs> curse rot grove, or mm. something, something real, like, nasty, and he's like, yo, you can go there, it's full of curses, <laughs> but there's, like, a, there's, like, an enclave of elves that somehow have not been touched by this. And, right. You know, supposedly there's, there's Alador, the curse breaker, and he's, mm. and he's like, can, he knows how. Um, and what if he's like, what if you have to grow the tree and that's the thing? Towards like, he gives you like that flower mm-hmm. and then he's like, hey, you can have this and like it, it, it maybe he's, he's cryptic about it too to where he's like, this is, this is the tool to, that we use to break curses or whatever. And that's good for him, too, because, like, they, they're trying to regrow, like, the forest. They're trying mm-hmm. to break the curse of the forest by growing, growing more the of these forest. trees. Yeah. But he's like, we can only do it so much at a time because when these things grow, like, the curse tries to, you know, take it over. Like, they're, so yeah. they're, they're like, these creatures and stuff like that. And so he's like, go off into the, this part of the woods and, like, this is Plant, where this... And plant it. Mm-hmm. And then it, like, and... whenever... You know, and then you have to wait out the night or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like you have to hold off the night before this thing will grow. Completely. And then you can have random, weird creatures come at them. Just, it can be you, know, you can you can craziness. Be, it could be a round of like just like where vines and weeds come, mm-hmm. and they have to just <laughs> chop it. That would be very cool to do area management mm-hmm. at the same time as you're doing like actual combat encounters. So it's like we have to keep this stuff at bay. Maybe there's like a sludge that's rolling it. You know, something you know something towards like. We have to keep this area clear, but we right. also have to keep these things from destroying this. So then, like, you have this flower, and then, like, kind of starts, like, growing up and up and up. And so, like, the idea of them... Sorry, I cut you off. Uh, no, no, the idea I of them talking all the to uh, <laughs> the curse breaker guy, and he's like, yes, plant this and it will grow. And he, they're like, we don't have time for a tree to grow. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, it, just wait you will. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you will. It's like, like what in what if that the whole deal with that is like it's not that it breaks curses so much, but it like absorbs it and turns it into something else. Yeah. Like they like like it, so it the consumes guy who, curses. The guy who was cursed for this whole time. What if he's then named? gets a bonus to something? Boom. He gets a boom yeah. for being cursed for so yeah. long. It, okay, I got I got something to say to that too. What if his he's like so you're even like hint at his name's like curse eater or something like that, and then he gives him that thing that to protect the tree. If it grows up big, then it makes like this area, like this this kind of radius mm-hmm. in the swamp or whatever they're in. I kind of can see it as like a swamp, a swamp. Yeah. Um, like a mire or something. And there's just like, it's just green and nice. And it's just like this perfect kind of a fairy ring or whatever of like, it just looks okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, everything's fine, but outside normal. of that, it's rough. Um, but they go into there and then... Um, you know, the, the, what if the tree has like an arch or something into it, in it or something, or like a mirror or something? What and what if he like? What if it's like a spirit of the forest is like in the tree? Like because they like they grew it, and then like that's why the elves are there is they're trying to bring back like this this forest spirit okay. that they've been kind of tasked with, mm-hmm. and it like 
shows up there and it's like, no, like I can like just as the tree has consumed your curse, like I can draw the curse out of you. But what if it's like he's like, if I do that, something has to be planted inside for the curse to be something has to eat the curse. And what if it's like he has to eat like a seed and it breaks the curse, but he like slowly grows like weird tree parts or something like that? Like his arm like turns into wood or something. <laughs> yeah. Like how I had like um what's her face? Like her arm get cut off, off and the yeah. leshies grew like a wooden arm oh, or something yeah. like that. What if it's like like I don't know, like maybe bark skin, something like that. Something like that. Or like what if it's like I'll break it but like I have to plant this and like whatever. He calls him like vine heart or something like that. Like like now you're like I, you can and then you, you can, can rename one of your players to kind yeah, of yeah, like, like Yeah. as like a Again, a, a like brand. You, now, you have, <laughs> now you have an elven name. Yeah, it's like now. Yeah, now you're like whatever. Like you're, this is your weird elven name. That means like Vineheart, and like people, they will know you by like this name. Like they will know who you yeah. are. And what if like progressively as they level up, you give them just like it doesn't have to be huge. You break the curse. Maybe you give them like a plus one to their constitution or something like that. Yeah. So it's like, and but what if like you give them cool. Um, like druid spells or something like small like if they're not a druid like you give them like druid spells where like they can grow like a thing like um they can bless water or something like that right. once per day or they can like regrow like a wilted or dying something and like like small like pr- not prestidigitation but those kind of like cantrippy level druid spells, spells yeah. yeah and uh then that's just it's not, it doesn't have to do with their backstory unless you want it to but it it lets them have a cool little story that they get to like, remember that time whenever yeah, and then I, I was sc- cursed and then I was also sort of cursed again, <laughs> but in a good way. <laughs> I was blessed. Yeah. And I like the idea. That's of- the word. Yeah. <laughs> I was cursed, but in a good way. <laughs> what if they even explains it that way? That's like, what, yeah, they're, they're yeah, cursing yeah. I mean that's that's it, very sagey too to be very, like, like, like a hesitant like uh what yeah yeah it's like well what if he's like I don't know like oh. You could be very if if it's like matches the character or something, or if you want to build something out mm-hmm. of it, you could be you know you can say stuff like kind of like that all curses are blessings in disguise, kind of whatever. Right. And it was like you may whatever you may see this as like a curse, but or like mm-hmm. you may some may see my gift to you as a as its own curse or something like that. Yeah. You know, it was like, but I I intended to be for, a blessing for a blessing yeah. for you. I like okay, so. They, really cool he idea. gives them this flower. I love that idea. They have, I love the flower mm-hmm. deal. They have to protect it overnight. What if? Okay, I like the idea of giving the party an opportunity just to be a dick. Absolutely, <laughs> I'm all bored. So what if Ooh, you said eating mm-hmm. too? Just boom, five seconds. Give them some type of cool fruit that work as um um uh cure light wounds. Yeah, like a, like a yeah. pear tree. Yeah, and they can take it with them. Anyways, oh, that's oh. it. So they do. I like the idea of them eating stuff and doing cool things. So. This group has been doing this for a while. They've been trying to grow this. Elves? Yeah. Okay. They've been trying to oh, cure this. Where this is going? They've been trying to cure this. But what if the thing is like they're and they're very patient because they, they live for forever. So yeah. they, but they they can only do it one seed at a time. Yeah. And it's the seed is the one that he's gonna eat. Mm-hmm. But he's like he's like here you can have this. But like he, he says it's like you have to earn your keep kind of mm-hmm. sagey thing. Go protect this thing. But it's because one seed grows a tree and it gives you another seed mm-hmm. back kind of deal. But in order to keep growing trees, you have to keep planting seeds, protecting it. Mm-hmm. You get one seed. It's That's a one it's for so one. Slow, and so yeah. it's so slow. The elves live for forever, so they're fine yeah. with it. Your part, your guy could just Ooh, eat it straight away. You could even do like the whole, you know, they, they give them the fruit and it's like, it doesn't have any seeds in it mm-hmm. or whatever and be like that's just because like that's not how, not how you know it like works. every single like every bit of 
the, like my power has been invested into like this one thing being able to absorb this curse yeah. and like you have to like one tree is not strong enough to produce more than this yeah and, like, and so they have that's the thing because again it's its own type of curse like this is the embodiment of like mm-hmm. the curse right and it's like but i'm going to change it into something new i'm going to change it into something better yeah and so it's oh a, that's so that's such a cool like moral quandary but like you don't straight up offer it. yes yeah yeah yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, yeah the party yeah. would just eat it yeah they wouldn't do that. absolutely but and so like but then i just like the idea of them <laughs> screwing over these guys that are just yeah they're just good they're mm-hmm. just good and they're trying to like fix the world yeah. of course and but it's like so if you grow this tree we can get a, well then that doesn't make sense because then he's gonna eat that seed what if you maybe you get one seed in one fruit oh because you know what i mean yeah, yeah what, what if, if you fix did, that oh god what if you gave them the ones you give them the seed and you give them the fruit mm-hmm. and the fruit but you can feed somebody the fruit what if it's like a resurrective thing like you can resurrect somebody with it and it's like or you can you know you can plant that fruit and grow another tree so the seed is like this is me thanking you for doing this and breaking your curse Mm -hmm. and then the fruit is is, something crazy or or vice versa you know you could be like here here's this fruit that's my blessing you whatever and it's like here's the seed and say this you know meant to grow life and where there is none mm-hmm. or something like that you know you give some type of cryptic thing and it's like this can bring back even the deadest of things <laughs> you see so, it's not really cryptic yeah or... oh, but you could even be like a player like as a dungeon master is like they're giving you this mm-hmm. this is the same seed that you had before that grew this flower it grew into a tree it's like but like you can also consume this mm-hmm. i don't know i feel like laying out that moral quandary is we just have to fix our one-to-one problem because then if they grow a tree it like maybe it heals a little bit more of the land too yeah but you only get one seed so if he eats it yeah well, that's what i'm saying is, what if you do a they have the fruit he eats it curse is broken he grows vines and then he has cool vine powers because like you're you're saying like, good job and not being real butthurt about having a curse oh, for a while so and then they the... have the seed and he's like hey this is a thing that you can plant this can also raise people from the dead so what what if it's the tree grows a fruit so you have to protect the tree while it grows it grows a fruit the fruit has a seed seed. yeah it's like a pit in a peach yeah and so you eat the fruit that does the curse but then the seed is what's used to plant another tree yeah it's like but that's the distillation of like whatever it is Mm -hmm. so it's like you can raise the dead you can also plant it i would i would think that it would be very interesting if you just gave that if you just like told your players like Mm -hmm. That the this kind of forest spirit, this like dryad or something like that, is like, hey, like this can, you know, the seeds meant to bring life to like the dead things, like it can, whatever. It can, just you know, it can raise. It says like it can raise bodies and forests mm-hmm. back to life or something, you know, whatever. That that shit, and then explain it as a dungeon master, like you can take keep this, and it basically is a potion of uh re- or potion of um resurrection. That's a high level like mm-hmm. cleric thing, or you can be like. Or you can give this back to them, and they can continue restoring this forest. And if they do, if they do restore the forest, maybe give them something later on from those same guys yeah. for helping out or whatever. So if they don't take it, yeah, if they don't, if they don't take for themselves, and if but, they do, these elves gotta like use all their powers again and create another scene, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, but or they not, die out or something yeah. like that. Ooh. Like you come back later, and you have to fight off some like monsters that. You know, it's, it's whatever, dead and gone, and it becomes a weird, like, nexus for weird swamp curse creatures. 
Yeah. But I feel like none of, none of that energy stayed yeah. until the curses were released it's back. Just like, the, you know, instead, like, choices the curses have consequences. Yeah, yeah. And they, what if they, whenever they come back to Reinhardt, if they take it out mm. of there, like, the curse, the curse rod would, there's been some stories of just, like, you know, forever it was just, like, you, it, it's a dangerous to go into, but you can walk by it, but now it's just, like, something's coming out of there, like, there's a monster, like, lurking in the curse mm-hmm. rod wood. And then that sets up for, I guess, as they level up, maybe when they're a little higher level, that sets up for them to go clean up their mess, and there's, like, a nice little mm-hmm. cool fight with some cool loot. Yeah. And then maybe whenever you kill the... What if, like, the, the final boss and that just... This is so far in the future, but the final thing is, like, the, the curse... Like, a actual tree. Like, a mobile... Like, yeah, the like Whomping Willow like kind of deal. Yeah, yeah. And he's, like, the curse rotted... Like, the, the, the place is called, like, the curse rotted wood, and he is, like, the curse rotted wood. Yeah. And you kill him, and then, like, whenever he dies, like, you get a seed back. Like you and get, so you and can it's, like, you can start it if you wanted. Or you have another... <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh man, that's good. That's good. I like mm-hmm. that. Cause then, like that battle could be like if like he like wraps his vines around you. He he's cursing you, or it's like yeah, you yeah, well, yeah, yeah. You you get to you have that. Um, they already know kind of what cursing means, and then you bring it back as like another, um, like a facet to a battle to an actual mm-hmm. instead of just being like an effect that happened to them. It's like now this is something we gotta actively consider. So that'd be cool. Cool, cool. We're good. Yeah, I think we're good. I think we're good here. I'll curse you if you don't go to <laughs> go to uh, SoundCloud, iTunes, Podbean, some more stuff wherever you wherever listen to you podcasts. listen to, and you don't uh, rate, review, subscribe. Yeah. I'll, I'll curse the heck out of you. Let us know what you think. Um, we always uh, appreciate getting some feedback from you all. And ratings do a lot for us, boosting us up in whatever charts you guys are listening to us on. Mm-hmm. Um, let's other people see the show. Uh, it gives us a little bit more exposure, and we can help grow the horde that way and continue doing cool stuff like this. we got to get that podcast street cred. What are the other things? Yeah, if you want to message us, <laughs> you can email us, thedragonshordcast at gmail.com. Tweet at us on Twitter at the Hordecast, or we are still there. R slash the Dragon's Hordecast on Reddit. Yeah, I don't think anybody's posted anything on there for a while, but they may have. Um, if you'd like to uh, throw us a little bit of kickback, you can go to patreon.com slash the Hordecast. It's the same as our Twitter. And uh, yeah, we got we got we got various reward tiers. You know, we got everything from saying thanks to um, get you have access to extra content technically you'd have early access to the episodes they're just mm-hmm. not edited the way that it's just a full cut it's the, yeah it's just it's been eq'd so it sounds okay and then it's all the blue thrown out. And, yeah all the goofs and gaffs um weird doggy breaks well, yeah yeah um yeah but we've got that and we've got other reward tiers and stuff but um we'd really appreciate uh if you head over there Throw a couple bucks our way, and then we'll give it right back in the form of a beautiful something or another. We don't have the money, so I'm not for sure. <laughs> not for sure what it is. And if you want to uh, get some cool swag, you can go to Patreon. To... <laughs> you can go you can to teespring.com. Ha! Tricked you! We tricked you into <laughs> donating some more. Teespring.com slash store slash the dash dragons dash horde. We have t-shirts, uh, long sleeve, tank top, v-neck. Um, anything you want with a cool Dragon's Horde logo. We got butternut shirts still over there. Can and Stellar Goose Booty Mug. I meant to say, Kevin Rudd, so sorry. We've missed this post by over 100 days. Oh, goodness. 
but I'm owning up on an agreement that I made with him 17 days ago <laughs> when I first saw it. Um, what are some ways he include drinking as a punishment in some in something in the game and have it fit thematically? It's like a drinking drinking game, game in D D. In game, in or game, like and out table. of game. O O C and I C. <laughs> How do we make drinking a punishment? What if you did like a um, you did like a this would be very cool. <laughs> Side quest. How we do the goblin? Or we did the cobalt kind of thing. Mm -hmm. What if they're like you do? Um, uh, it's it's whack a mole except like there's a goblin infestation and like what if they say a dude uh, like a, a baron or like a chief is like hey you kill a cobalt or cobalt or goblins or some type of peasanty you know it's just cr three cr one things. Yeah. Every head you bring back, you get a whatever. But it's like these things are super toxic, and like you have to like take the weird like potion of something every time you kill this. Like here's these like your charges. You have to go back, get another one, kind of go back. It's like capture the flag, kind of like yeah. back and forth, back and forth. Every time you do go back, he gives you another one, and you you know take a shot or like take a drink every time you kill like these really easy things. Yeah. And for however many you kill in game, you'll get gold pieces. So you're encouraged to keep on going, and but you're back. also drinking. Yeah, yeah. So time. you're punished, quote unquote. But it pays off in the game. It doesn't yeah. really pay off in real life. There you go. Goblin whack-a-mole. There you go. Sorry, Kevin Rudd. Yeah, that was like 117 days ago. So we'll do better. Sorry. <laughs> you might. Some stuff <laughs> on on the island, <laughs> and then the island is gonna be that story will end, and we will. Maybe some of us won't be on the island anymore. Some of us may be permanently in the dirt in the island. Um, but we'll get off and we'll kind of jump back back into the mainland kind of stuff. Hopefully. Unless there's TPKs or something like that. And then there is... I just would want to know. Because of like... Obviously this... <laughs> what would be... I'm sure you have contingencies. But like the whole party. Plus Marcel. Plus Leonhardt. <laughs> I'll just die. Um, like, what happens to the? I story? I have I. This is. I'm sure you've thought about this a lot, but this this has been the like the entire past arc that we did, mm -hmm. um, like before this, uh, I guess before you you had shown up and stuff like that, uh, was me buying time to come up with all those contingencies. And that's why basically every single session so far, like, Leonhardt has mentioned somebody dying. <laughs> it's because, like, that's me reminding myself by reminding other people, by, by telling other right. people kind of what needs to happen once. <laughs> if something bad happens, he's like, if Marcel dies, this thing. And then he's like, if I die, keep on doing this thing. <laughs> and so I'm just kind of disseminating that because I know I'll fucking forget most of it. 